Hi, my wonderful sweet babies. It's Destin Choice. And I wanted to talk about the microchip and the fact that people are being pressured to basically get that shit or else they're not going to be able to do regular recreational activities. And you know that now things are getting worse because, like I said in my video a year ago, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it because I already know that they're going to force it on me anyways. So I'm like, eh, fuck it. Give my chip, bitch. Put it here. Put it right in here. Give my chip. Imagine being told, oh, wait, you can't travel because you don't have the vaccine. Oh, wait, sorry. You can't come into this store because you don't have a vaccine. Oh, wait, sorry. You can't come into this restaurant because no vaccine. See what I mean? They won't force it on us. Which I really hate that sometimes I really do be on some Raymond Simone Baxter shit. But it really is the truth. I kind of saw this coming, how they were going to force people to get this damn microchip. And it's sad because I feel like it really should be a choice. And it's gotten so bad to the point where you literally have celebrities getting on the internet saying shit like this, saying, oh, well, at the end of the day, if you don't want to get vaccinated, you can just stay home. And if you don't want to get the vax, then just be an anti-vaxxer. And it's even gotten to the point where certain celebrities have even started this little trend where now they're posting themselves, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me because you see people like Michelle Obama taking a picture of herself getting it, people like Dr. Fauci, Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, okay, I want to see a video of these motherfuckers getting it. You see people like... AOC getting it so many celebrities getting it and for me I see this as I don't know what the fuck they're trying to prove with this shit but in my personal opinion I believe these celebrities are getting sugar water in a damn syringe I don't believe they really get in this shit for real every time I open social media I see a lot of people protesting about being forced to take the microchip and it's really sad because people shouldn't be forced to take anything or do anything they don't want to do because at the end of the day it's their fucking body my body my choice it's so funny how these fucking progressive people love to sit up here and say a woman's body a woman's choice but bitch what about my body and my choice now of course they're not going to really force it on you the government per se it's more so just going to be the corporations let's say if applebee's says hey uh we still want to serve you guys a good food but we ain't gonna let you in our shit unless you get this damn microchip to get into a new york city restaurant today you're supposed to show your card when you walk in the door show us your card Zane Tankel is with us. He runs about 25 Applebee's in the New York metro area. All right, Zane. So how is it going so far? Well, you've got people oh. in your restaurants. You're supposed to ask for the card. What's the customer reaction? Well, it, it, there's a lot of pushback. It's worse than that store. You not only ask for the vaccine card, you must ask for ID to prove it's your vaccine card. It's not just the card. You have to show me your driver's license, passport or whatever else. To demonstrate that that's your card so here's this here's the deal it's almost a, a subtle dismantling of an industry we're stressed already for staff for servers for cooks as you well know Stuart and now we have to hire somebody at the front door to check the vaccine card maybe two people if you're really busy because somebody else checking the ID against the vaccine card um, it, you know the, well, the, how, it's are, the are city people just, reluctant to come inside I mean, I, I walk around yes. New York City and I see loads of these outdoor dining cafes on the street and they're pretty full. What about people going inside? Are you missing customers? Yeah, outside you don't have to show it. Right. For outside dining, you can go without it. So that's why the outsides are busy. If you looked inside, you might find an empty restaurant. We pay rent on the inside, not the outside. Number one. Number two. To get the people to check these IDs, we have to hire somebody else 
uh, in addition to servers, cooks and managers, etc. What about uh, next week when they start imposing fines if you don't comply or the, the restaurant's out of compliance? Et cetera. What about uh, next week when they start imposing fines if you don't comply or the, the restaurant's out of compliance? $5,000 right. up to. We, 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 we now have 95% of about 1,500 people that are vaccinated. We were 39%, 39% three weeks ago. So educating and cajoling, mandating is another story. We will terminate, and they know, so I'm on air and I'm, they're probably watching. We will terminate three managers that have a tenure of 10 years or more with us, but they just don't want to do it. They're just against it. So we will have to terminate them. Nine times out of 10, you're going to look at them and say, what the fuck? Why should I have to get this shit just to eat at your establishment? They'll be able to say, okay, well, since you don't have your little card, now we're going to turn you away and not give you shit. And to me, I look at that and say, well, fuck you, bitch. I'll just stay my ass at home and eat at home because eating out is a scam anyways. But for other people who don't have time to cook at home or for other people who don't have the energy to eat at home and want to enjoy dinner with their family and friends, it's kind of fucked up. You know, it's like let people have that choice. Canada recently announced that everyone in the British Columbia district in Canada now has to carry a vaccination card by September 27th. Without the card, optional discretionary social recreational events and activities might have needed even more restrictions and measures than what we have in place today as we're moving into the fall. So this proof of vaccination will take effect on September 13th and between the 13th and the 24th of October, people who have at least one dose of vaccine will be able to access these, uh, these um, discretionary uh, social recreational events and activities. We have put the vaccine card in place, as I said, to keep businesses open, to keep people working, and most importantly, to keep people safe. Even in California, a lot of healthcare providers no longer can go to work unless they have this damn microchip shit. In the next five, six months, hell, I believe probably right after the holiday season, we're gonna get to a point where the anti, well, what they call us, the anti-vaxxers, the people who don't really wanna get the vaccine, per se, are gonna be turned against the people who did get it. And they're gonna turn it all on the anti-vaxxers and say, oh, well, you didn't wanna get it, it's your fault. You're the reason why everybody's getting sick. You're the reason, it's gonna turn everybody against each other. And meanwhile, there's a lot of other horrible shit going on, like human trafficking, and there's a lot of other horrible things going on, like global global elite corruption. And they're gonna be trying to distract human beings from the bigger issue. And the bigger issue is, we don't know how to stick together as a whole. We wanna be divided by race all the fucking time. We wanna blame the rich for everything. And we wanna blame each other for our little differences. When in reality, we all want the same thing. We just all wanna be safe, comfortable, and happy. But of course, we're all too busy fighting over stupid shit and stacking up crates and busting our asses. Mmm. I don't like this powdery stuff. This shit is good on its own. I low-key want to travel, so I did have my thoughts low-key of taking it like, mm, what if I did take it? What if I just took it? Because I'm trying to go to Sri Lanka. I'm trying to go to India. I really want to go to Nigeria. I really want to go to South Africa. I really want to go to China. All them damn places. But I can't go no more because half the fucking world is shut the fuck down because they're so terrified of this damn virus, which is crazy because... I feel like it's being more sensationalized than what they're really trying to portray it as. One minute I hear the numbers are dying down and things are getting better once the orange bitch gets out the White House. The next minute I'm hearing, it's going up, it's skyrocketing, it's skyrocketing. It's like, oof. 
And then we got this dumbass Delta shit. Every fucking six months, I hear this shit is evolving. At this point, I believe the damn Kobe is a damn Pokemon. Because every fucking week, that shit is evolving into something else. How the fuck this shit evolved like four, five, six different times? Personally, I think our biggest threat in society right now is three things. Artificial intelligence, aka robotic shit like Teslas and robots robots are going to be eliminating most of our jobs if you go in new york you see that there's a lot of restaurants where now you don't even need waiters anymore you can legitimately have them little robots pull up to your damn table and you order on the little robots and it goes away and goes back to the kitchen Please take your food. the idea to bring artificial intelligence into sergio's restaurant came less than a month ago it really came out of the crisis that we have currently now in the labor force where we can't get employees to come in to, to, to work. Sergio's CEO, Carlos Gazatua, found that employees who did return were overworked and burned out. He says Astro takes over much of the heavy lifting, meaning servers no longer have to carry heavy food trays or lug dirty dishes to the kitchen. So we thought, what if we could take a function out of them that is a lot of work, which are carrying plates, and they could focus more FaceTime on the guests. There's even like these little robots in hotels where if you open your hotel room, you'll literally see a robot giving you fresh hot towels or bringing you wine to your door. You guys gotta tell me this kind of stuff isn't weird because now jobs are being eliminated. So I think that's the biggest threat. Another big threat is things like cryptocurrency, which of course things like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency are gonna make people a lot of money. And hell, even I'll make a lot of money. A lot of y'all will probably make a lot of money off cryptocurrency. But think about it for a second. Cryptocurrency is us low-key building our own traps. We're building our own traps because we're literally surrendering ourselves to a digital currency. It may be secured, it may be somewhat safe, but to a certain extent, we're kind, we're kind of giving the government room to regulate and look at what we're spending money on. When the government figures out how to use it, they're going to want to find some way to make sure that we're controlled by it. For example, banks. Banks can track almost every fucking thing you do, especially because when people try to launder money, steal money, and withdraw money, they'll be able to track when you withdrew it, when you transferred it, and what time you did and what country you did it in. Well, with crypto, they can't really do that per se. But since it's on the internet, I believe we're going to go into a cashless society very soon where once they say, COVID isn't the money, throw away your money, they're going to make all of us start using our phones for Apple Pay, make all of us start using our phones instead of debit cards because they're going to make us think that the virus is being spread through money and credit cards and debit cards and shit like that. So imagine if they make you put all your damn cards on your damn phone and you have to use your phone for now on to scan shit. I mean, we already have phones anyways that track us and listen to us. You might as well put your fingerprint on it and you might as well connect your cards to it. I mean, a lot of you guys already use facial recognition and shit like that so it's getting crazy out here so when i see this kind of bullshit on the news of people saying oh yeah you know we're just trying to save the world we're just trying to help people no bitch you're not trying to save the world and help people a lot of y'all are really just taking orders and doing what you're told same thing with a lot of these people who are literally saying that's the only way we can stop the virus like no bitch that's not the only way you can stop it the best way to stop it is if people start fucking eating right washing their fucking hands and washing their ass and of course, staying indoors or social distancing. I think that's like the least people could fucking do before things get under control. But of course, it's so much deeper than just trying to maintain a virus. It's about control. I believe all this shit is about controlling people and making sure everybody stays on one little dome. It kind of reminds me of that episode of Simpsons when people were trapped in one dome and they weren't allowed to see anything and they weren't allowed to go past it. Because if they did, they'll find out the truth about the corrupt government and the corrupt elitists and shit like that. Another thing that I feel like is a really big threat to us Censorship, cancel culture, cancel culture, censorship, all the same thing. 
Now, all in all, let me just start by saying that when the orange nigga got kicked off social media, because he wasn't just kicked off Twitter, he was kicked off all major social media platforms. And if he even tries to make another one, they'll just delete it all over again. I feel like that was the beginning of the end for a lot of us because a lot of people applauded that. Like, yes, yes, get his ass off. But then if you think about it, if they can do it to the big dude like this, imagine who else they'll do it to. They're doing it to your ass, my ass, anybody else. Because if they can let this happen and society will tolerate it with, oh, well, he doesn't have a right to be on social media anyways. Guess what? They can take away your right to be on social media too. And it kind of reminds me of what China's doing. If y'all didn't know... China has something called a social credit system, which I've watched a lot of documentaries on it. I've heard a lot of conspiracy theorists talk about it, and I believe that it's coming to the U.S. real, real soon. They're constantly monitored by facial recognition cameras that are able to instantly put a face to a name. Now the Chinese are also ranked, given a mark out of a possible 950 points. A score in the 700s is considered good. Around the 500 mark is not. For now, the number is a sort of bank credit rating, keeping track of everyone's spending habits. I think being ranked is a good thing. A society has to have rules. It forces us to be well-behaved. It may seem scary, but it's just like that here. We're used to it, and anyway, we don't have a choice. But in an effort to keep all of its subjects in line, Beijing is taking the system a step further in 2020. It's aggregating data gathered by banks, private companies and the state to rate if someone's a good or bad citizen. By using the most data possible, the so-called big data, the system will play an important role in rebuilding a moral society. The state will go over every detail of a person's life with a fine-tooth comb. Their financial situation, spending habits, career, even behaviour on social media. Criticizing the government online or displaying outward signs of wealth is a no-no. On the other hand, raising the party or giving blood increases your social credit. Xiao Wen Wang is a model citizen. She lives in Nanjing, a testing ground for social ranking. Married with a child, she has a job in a retirement home, no debts, and she wouldn't dream of jaywalking. As a good citizen, I respect the rules of the road. If I didn't, I'd lose points on my social credit. In theory, everything can be taken into account in the social score, even the most innocuous errands like supermarket shopping. When Xiao Wen Wang makes an electronic payment, her purchases tell the state a lot about her. Buying cigarettes would count against her. On the other hand, nappies show she's an attentive mother. Beer could indicate alcoholism. She'd be better off buying water. In this pilot city of 8 million people, there are only 18,000 model citizens. For Xiaowen Wang, there are perks to be had, such as paying half price for the bus. I get discounts for all public services, even at museums. And the library is free for me, thanks to my school. A good school brings benefits but people with low scores lose rights. The cinema names and shames people considered untrustworthy, plastering their details, even their addresses, across big screens. It's a matter of principle. Those people have to be condemned. Those people aren't honest, so they have to pay the price. It's only right to pay your debts. You have to blacklist those that don't. The Supreme Court has created a blacklist for so-called bad citizens those whose ratings have dropped to zero. 
on it are companies, but also 23 million people to date. For example, the fact that if you say anything negative about the microchip or the Kobe, all of a sudden you're seen as misinformation, fact check, this, this reported this, this has been debunked. If you even try to do your own research about anything, you know what's pinned to the top? What's pinned to the top is articles saying fact check, debunk, that's been debunked, that's been debunked, and you read the whole article and then you say, oh, well technically this hasn't really been debunked, you're just giving your opinion. So this isn't really an objective article, it's just an article if you're trying to shift my opinion so that way I can share yours. That's what's so fucked about the media and the internet nowadays is that it's actually being manipulated and controlled. And it wasn't always like that. It was either they, it was either they deleted shit or they just let you have your own opinion, do your own research. Or the media was mainly the main people who censor stuff, the people who actually talk. But then when people started getting smart, doing their own research and trying to look into stuff, now that research is a popular thing, you see articles pinned to the top about debunk. That's why I don't even use Google anymore. You guys want to know what I do whenever I try to search up information for a video? I use a platform called DuckDuckGo and know this ain't sponsored. I be using DuckDuckGo because it's like the uncensored version of Google. They don't track your location and shit like that. For example, Jeffrey Epstein's flight list. When I was trying to look up Jeffrey Epstein's flight list, who was on there, Naomi Campbell's attachment to him, the Tom Hank family and his attachment to them. I found a lot of information that wasn't censored and wasn't manipulated. I could literally just look on DuckDuckGo and it shows me how Google was supposed to look. China has a social credit system where basically if you misbehave, speak out against the government or say anything negative, they'll give you your own little personal credit system where it's almost like a social security code or a social security number. If you say anything negative about the government, then they'll say, oh, we're going to lower your credit score. It's almost like that episode of Black Mirror. Y'all remember the episode of Black Mirror when that girl was trying to book a flight? and she was so nasty so they lowered her social score? Yes. In China, if you see somebody doing some salacious, negative, or illegal activity or being rude or nasty, you could literally call in, report them, and get their social score lowered. Yes, imagine when you go out in society and you literally have your social score being lowered. Now, some of y'all may look at that episode of Black Mirror and say, oh, that's just that's just whatever. That, that, that would never happen. Well, it's happened in China. China has recently adopted it. Did you know that? So if China adopted that shit and the Black Mirror episode was based in America, I wouldn't be surprised if that shit comes to reality. That's really fucked up that they were willing to legitimately give everybody a social credit score just because they cuss, have an opinion about something, or they're not having a good day or just for being human. That's where cancel culture comes in. Think about it. Cancel culture basically means if you say some shit I don't like and I don't like your opinion, I'm going to automatically write you off as a racist or I'm going to automatically write you off as an ignorant bigot or a bad person or an anti-vaxxer or I'm going to write you off as bigot or you're harming a community and I'm going to lower your social score. Imagine being able to wave your phone around somebody with an app, you scan them and automatically you're able to... You're able to lower their social score by giving them a bad review, like a, a one-star rating. That's really horrible, but it doesn't sound that bad. That could save a lot of people's lives when it comes to dating shitty people or trying to meet friends. But still, you should be able to meet people and interact with them without te technology interfering with it. Social media has already destroyed society. Why does technology have to tell me how the fuck I should feel about somebody based off of a social score? But it makes sense because look at social media now. We all get hyped up whenever we have a, a Twitter or Instagram post that gets a ton of likes. So when I see things like China's social score, imagine if just like China, this is a real thing by the way, there's 200 million cameras all over the US or wherever you live in the UK or whatever you live in Greenland or in the Caribbean. Imagine being told because there's so many cameras now, now you're, the cameras are able to identify yourself. Like now you're being focused on Like Now if a camera sees you, it'll be able to figure out your height, your criminal background, your birth, 
your date of birth, your age, your height, if you have any criminal records, or what your social score is. Imagine a camera being able to recognize your face. Some of y'all may see that and say, well, that would never happen. It's happening in China. Some of y'all may say, well, that's not possible, but guess what? Look at your smartphones. Doesn't your smartphone scan your thumb and give you access to it? How the fuck can a little piece of shit phone scan your thumbprint out of all the thumbprints in the world and be so accurate to where it gives you access to all your passwords, all your addresses, and your phone? Think about it. How is it that if you were to use your fucking face to unlock your phone, it gives you access to everything? Not even someone who looks like you can access your phone. Only you, because your phone is so smart to where it knows how to pinpoint your face. Even if you had a twin... We all have slightly different features than everyone. Isn't that kind of scary? You see what I mean here? That's a little bit weird how we've already been preconditioned to think, oh, well, um, hey, it is what it is. You know, our, our faces are being scanned by a phone. It is what it is. But that, the social credit score system, that would never happen. What China has going on would never happen, even though it's on our phones. But that would never happen. Now, to make matters even worse, if you guys didn't know, a lot of people have been actually selling fake Vax cards on the black market. Yes, literally so many Vax cards were confiscated at the O'Hare Airport in Chicago, and many people in Alaska, Memphis, and all throughout the South have been using fake black market vaccination cards to get into places like Hawaii, Asia, and Europe, because a lot of people want to travel. In many cases, you can literally use that and use that as a way to travel, but now they're kind of knuckling down on it because now they're giving personalized QR codes. Yes, imagine your whole existence being based on a QR code. Um, but... There are many different ways that you can get this card. You do not have to download an app onto your phone to get your personal BC vaccine card. And then when you arrive at a business that requires proof of vaccination, you have either your digital or your paper copy ready and you'll be asked to display it and with a piece of valid government ID that just confirms that that's the same person, that you are the person. Which is kind of weird because now I have to carry my little card that has a personalized QR code. What sense does that make? I got to carry a QR code that's personally made for me to prove that I ain't sick with this damn virus. That's some bullshit. But hey, if you want to get it, that's your business. But let me have the choice, bitch. Let me have the choice. You see what I mean? So let's talk about the fact that a lot of people are using these fake vaccination cards to get into other countries. Now, when the media caught wind of this, I could tell that the media was being told to say this because let's be honest, they just read the teleprompter. That's not how they really feel. Some of them have way different views. They're just doing a job. So the media quickly got on TV when they found out about fake fax cards and they said, you can't do this because if you do this, it's a privacy issue. Sort it out for us, Scott. Yeah, Jessica, it's been a week where bars, restaurants, concerts, gyms and workplaces have all made it clear to get inside. You'll need a vaccine card. Now, you know what a real vaccine card looks like. Here are some of the fake cards pulled from dozens of online forums offering to send you a fraudulent card for a fee. Now, that fee can vary from one to up to $400. Now you think you've gotten something for your 100 bucks. You've gotten a vaccine card, you think. But what you've actually then done is handed your personal data over to this bad actor. And more than likely, the bad actor is liable to turn around and sell that data to somebody at a, a, a price, thereby compromising your identity, your privacy. And meanwhile, let's say again that it's illegal and you're also compromising other people's health potentially by having this. So someone can hack into your information and da 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 
Okay, well, technically, the internet already does that. Technically, spyware in the government already does that. Don't they already do that already? You know how when you go on a website and it asks you to accept the cookies? Yeah, they're not asking, they're not saying, they're, when they say cookies, they don't mean yummy cookies. They're talking about cookies as in your data. They're talking about how you can't use these personalized cards and buy them and let them have access to your personalized number and birthday because then, you know, they can access your information and hack you. And the fact that they're talking about privacy, privacy this, privacy that, did you guys know that Instagram recently announced a couple months ago that there's no such thing as privacy now in Instagram DMs? Yes. So if you say some fucked up, illegal, and insane shit via your Instagram DMs, you're no longer subject to privacy. You don't get any. Now people can access your DMs if they want to and if it's necessary to. For example, you ever got on your phone one day and started talking about Wendy's or McDonald's or how much you love pyramids and how much you love and you would want to travel to Egypt and how much you really, really want to get a damn flight to Cancun? And then out of nowhere, as you're talking about crystals, you get an ad for crystals recommended to you. You get an ad for, I don't fucking know, birth control recommended to you. Or you get an ad for Doritos recommended to you after you were just talking about it. Yeah, your phone is technically scanning your data as you speak. All these things are scanning us and listening to us as we speak. So the news has the audacity to get online and get on their damn fucking teleprompters and say... Yes, you could be risking your information if you use one of these fake cards. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. You're already scanning us. The government already, is already listening to our shit anyways. So what is that even supposed to be telling me? Am I supposed to be scared by that? Not that I'm going to do it, but that's a that's a weak argument. As if we're not already being stalked and listened to. And a lot of us would think, oh, that's just whatever. That's just not that serious. But we're being preconditioned to assimilate to these kind of things because we think we need them. You know what I mean? Like the social credit score system. We think, oh, that's bullshit. That's horrible. We don't need that. But what if they wrap it in a pretty package and they give it to you anyways? You know what I mean? They did it with China and China seems to be fine with it. Even though a lot of people don't agree with it, they seem to be fine with it because now the world is safer. Now they can have all your information in one computer. Imagine your whole identity being associated and attached to a computer. So you can't run from taxes. You can't keep your spending private. Now they have complete access to that. There's no more having cash in a piggy bank, no more stashing cash in your mattress. Now they want to keep track of all your money because eventually they're going to make us all assimilate to putting all of our debit and credit cards, all our money on one little app. So that way they can say, we want to prevent the stop of COVID. If you know we get rid of cards, debit cards, and cash, we can stop the spread. That's a genius idea, and I bet they're going to do that one of these days, but maybe not anytime soon. And now, when you go to a certain place, you ever notice how now they're telling us, oh, sorry, we're cashless, we're not accepting cash. When I was in Europe, I was trying to buy me some fucking tea and some damn food, and they told me, oh, sorry, we don't take cash, we're cashless. I was like, what? I go to the airport one day, and tell me how I am in the airport at Chick-fil-A, I'm trying to pay with cash, they tell me, oh, we're cashless. They're going to find somebody to force this shit on us. And like I said, it ain't going to be the government. It's going to be the corporations. The corporations are ran by the government. Because as corporations, corporations answer to the government when it comes to tax seasons, safety, filling out obligations, health inspection. They answer to the government. So if the government says, hey, if you don't make your customers get this damn chip, we're going to tax you more. Of course, the corporations are going to try to do everything they can to listen because they want to go back to work. And it's even worse because... What if corporations get told you won't be able to open unless you can prove to us that your place is safe and COVID friendly? So now people are saying, well, now it's FDA approved. So now you can take it, right? Well, that's not really the case. I mean, you can take it if you want to. But let's be realistic here. A lot of things are FDA approved, like high fructose corn syrup, which is a drug. And Boonock tried to warn us about high fructose corn syrup. And guess what? A lot of us still fucking eat that shit. It's in your Lay's potato chips if you eat Lay's. It's in your Pringles. 
It's in your fruit juices. It's in your Minute Maids. It's in your Capri Suns. It's in your, you know, your fruit cups that you think are healthy. You know, in demo, they're not. It's in a lot of things. So a lot of things are FDA approved. I don't mean I feel comfortable putting that shit in my fucking body. You see what I mean? So all in all, let people have the choice. Just like how people have the choice to eat fast food, knowing demo is bad for them, let them have a choice. Because people who eat fast food know it's bad for them. People who eat McDonald's know it's terrible for them. But at least they have the choice. At least they're not being forced to do it or being pressured into doing it. Every time I turn on my TV, I'm hearing, oh, new news about anti-vaxxer, anti-vaxxer. They want to make sure they keep us in the pandemic forever. Bitch, bye. I'll stay my ass at home, I'll eat at home, and I'm fine with that. And what's fucked up about it is a lot of parents are now thinking of just letting their kids just be homeschooled because they see it as until they can get this damn vax shit under control, this damn microchip or the damn virus pandemic shit under control, a lot of parents see it as my kids will be staying their ass right the fuck at home and they will be homeschooled because now everyone can do things digitally. You can literally sit at home and just do things through your computer. You can, you can do things at your computer and... While you're cooking or cleaning, your kids are still getting education. I mean, it sucks. It's not normal because it's now electronic. But hell, some of these computers are way better than these weak-ass teachers. And y'all know these teachers are dumb as fuck. Some of y'all were young ones. A lot of these teachers are trash. So all in all, if these restaurants start being on that bullshit, talking about, oh, we're not going to let you in and we're not going to serve you unless you get this damn microchip, I'm perfectly fine with that because I'll just eat my ass at home. I'll just I'll, I'll I'll just eat at home, but it's fucked up because now waiters, waitresses, chefs, cooks, people who work in the hospitality and recreational business are gonna be out of work. Bartenders, strippers, people who work in hotels, out of work, and it's sad. But this is the new normal. I hate to say it, but I don't want to say it. This is the new normal. It kind of reminds me of when nine eleven happened. If y'all remember when nine eleven happened back in two thousand and one. The world was a very different place. I was really young when 9-11 happened, so I don't remember much of it. But a lot of things had to change. For one, as you all know, we can't take liquids on the plane anymore because people are scared of explosives. And now people who wear hijabs are always being looked at funny because of how traumatic things were for people, right? And right now, 9-11 is right around the corner. But here's another thing. When 9-11 happened, what's really crazy is a lot of people got to a point where they couldn't even really do their regular jobs anymore. People had to assimilate to a new society. Like, airports were so different. A lot of TSA people, like, were losing their jobs because of so much people not wanting to fly anymore. Travel agents, like, that wasn't even a lucrative business anymore. Travel agents still don't even make much money anymore because think about it. Now everyone's going to YouTube to watch bloggers who just, you know, brag about their travel experiences, talk about their travel experiences, and people are now looking to YouTube reviews to look into where they should travel. You know, travel agents don't really have a place anymore because of social media, and they really didn't have a place back then, even before social media, because travel agents were going to school, they were doing certifications, they were going through tests, taking exams, and it was a booming market. But once 9-11 happened, it wasn't anymore. People just stayed their asses home or just traveled to wherever they needed to travel to. So the reason why people talk about 9-11 so much is because it really impacted the world. Now airports are so much different. Airports are more secure. It was easier to some way, somehow sneak on a plane. Now you can't even get away with that shit anymore because planes are literally ran like prisons low-key because you can't get in and can't get out without your ass being tracked. And what's even scarier about this whole artificial intelligence thing is that a lot of it is starting with our phones. You know, if I told you right now, how would you feel if I put a tracking device in your home? You'd probably tell me no. But guess what? 
technically you already carry a tracking device everywhere you go. Just like how when you open up Google and it says allow location, some of you guys want to find the nearest Chick-fil-A or the nearest Burger King or the nearest fast food joint or the nearest club. But when you click allow, you're allowing yourself to be tracked. So you want to get mad about privacy and this, that, and the third. We're already being tracked anyways because society allows it. And a very successful, very elite black woman one time said, her name was Barbara Jordan. She was a civil rights activist. And for the most part, she one time said this. A society that's willing to sit back and assimilate to bullshit is basically asking for anything that comes with it. You're basically complacent in all the bullshit that happens. It's reality. Things only get better with time. So it's kind of the inevitable when we think about artificial intelligence because it's, you know, it's kind of documents in all these movies. And it's kind of inevitable when you think about our currency and how we're going to run into a cashless society and how cryptocurrency, which is just a beta, you know, the real shit is going to come very, very soon. This is just kind of manipulating us into thinking that it's good because everybody's hopping on the cryptocurrency train and making so much money, good money at that, good money. Even my ass is running on on that damn train. And they're kind of like emotionally trying to program us to get used to it. So that way when they give it to us, they're like, oh, here, here's this. Here's this microchip that you can put in your fucking hand. So that way you can track your passport, track your identity, and track you. I mean, you already track yourself with your cell phone, right? I mean, you already have like your location on, right? I mean, you already have social media, which already tracks you and stalks you anyways. You know, that's how, that's how we push ads to you. So you might as well take this microchip in your hand. I mean, you already have a cell phone that does all that anyways. So you might as well put it in your body. So yeah, cancel culture and the orange man getting blocked on social media was a very good example of that. Imagine if we go into a society where now you can literally be rated based off of if you speak out against the government or if you have a different opinion or if society deems you as a bigot, you can now be rated for your character. Now, like how cancel culture does, how it dehumanizes people to a certain extent Imagine if the government adopts that and say, well, I mean, you guys have cancel culture, so who cares if we give you guys a rating system? And who cares if we want to not rent you a home and not let you buy property or not let you enroll your kids in school because we gave you a social credit system? That's the thing about a social credit system. It's not going to be a good thing or a good look, but we're kind of being preconditioned for it because of cancel culture. Imagine being told you can't enroll your kids in school. Imagine being told, oh, sorry, you said something that was politically ignorant, so now we're going to lower your social credit score. So now you can't rent a home in this district because we don't tolerate your bigotry, even though your bigotry is just you having a different opinion. Such bullshit. But that was all I got to say. This food was pretty good. I read like the jollof rice. And all in all, it's coming, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's all good anyways. In the meantime, make sure y'all buy any stocks that have to do with electric cars or any stock that has to do with, with aerospace and planets. Because eventually, a lot of people are going to leave this leave this goddamn planet like me and migrate to Mars. Futurama predicted it and so did, Sim- so did The Simpsons. And yeah, that's that. Choice out this bitch. <laughs>